Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Why Me? I'm your host, Jake. In this episode, I talk with the side of university culture where it seems to be a competition to be busy than the person next to you and how to manage that. Listen to this episode if you want to learn how to spend more time on the tasks that really matter by using the important versus urgent matrix and ultimately free up your day. Enjoy. So I find that at university especially, everyone is in a competition to be busy. We're fighting, saying that I'm doing this, these are all the things that I'm doing, I'm more busy than you. And it's gotten to this point where people wear this idea of being busy almost as if it's a badge of honor. It's extremely difficult because the reality is that we all have really busy lives. We have to balance school, work, friends, social time, doing our hobbies, catching up on television, communicating with different people on social media, staying up to date on the news, and also at the same time trying to fit in a little bit of downtime for ourselves, making sure that we're cooking for ourselves and eating properly, and also making sure we're getting enough sleep. This is a huge task, and a lot of the times it gets overwhelming to try and fit in all of these things, much or less add different types of things that are really important to you. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about how to navigate life, both at university, but also just as a student or, or any person of however age, whatever, whichever age, and how to find a way to fit in the things that really matter to you without stopping doing all those other things that are still urgent and pulling at your attention. So, as I said before, we spend a lot of our days on social media or watching television, and then we say we're really busy and we don't have enough time to exercise or take care of our mental health or even play guitar if you're really passionate about that or practice writing or all these different skills that are, might be really important to you. But despite this, we spend two hours on average in social media, which is an actual statistic, and then we say that we're really busy. So the way to look at all the tasks that we're doing and find a way to prioritize is by taking a step back and analyzing all of the things that we do in our day-to-day life. So I read this book, which I highly suggest to anyone just looking to be a more effective person. It's Ironically, it's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the chapters is called Put First Things First. And it offers a matrix, which is a way of analyzing the things that you do on a regular basis and putting them into different categories in order to see which ones you have to do urgently and get done, and then which ones aren't urgent, but maybe might be more important, but easily get swept under the rug because they don't have that same sense of urgency. And this is a really great way of prioritizing our time and also spending more time on the things that really matter and making sure that the things that don't matter but is urgent, we get them done as fast as we can. Another quote that I like as well is, perfection is the enemy of execution. So, For example, 
let's say that you wake up one morning and you're studying for an exam and you have five emails that you have to answer for school or work or whatever, and you spend about two hours doing these emails because you want to make them perfect, you want to make sure you say everything, etc. And on that day, if you take a step back and look at what is really important, well, the most important thing is studying for my exam, but these emails are really urgent, even though they're not important. So using this framework, you would look at those emails and say, okay, I'm going to get these done as fast as I can. I'm going to focus. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be awful either. It's going to be somewhere in between so that I can get to the things that really matter. So that's just an example of, of one way of looking at this. So the matrix that is talked about in this chapter is the important urgent matrix. And I'm going to find one online and then I will copy the link into the description of this podcast. But it basically has four quadrants where you can categorize all of the things that you do on a daily basis. So one quadrant would be not urgent, not important. One would be urgent, but not important. One would be not urgent, important, and then one would be urgent and important. And each of these quadrants have a different label to them. So the not important and not urgent is your back burner. So these are things that really aren't important and they're not urgent either and you don't really need to focus on. But, you know, if you ever have time, then you're looking for something to do, then you can do them. And then in your not important but urgent quadrant could be responding to emails. Because oftentimes emails seem important, you feel like you have to respond really quickly but they're not actually that important. They're just pulling at our attention. So for those two quadrants, we want to get those done as fast as we possibly can. They don't have to be perfect so that we can get to the two important quadrants. And that quadrant, the not important but urgent, is called the fit-in quadrant, which is things that you need to fit into your day, but they aren't essential. And then for the not urgent but important, these are often our goals and things that we want to do. For example, during the summer, some of my goals were learn how to cook a lot better, read a book a week, and exercise five times a week. And so those are things that aren't urgent. And the reality is they're really easy to say, oh, I don't really need to do them because there's no date and time when we're supposed to do them. But those are the things that are really important. And so what you try and do is you try and get the not important tasks out of the way and then go right to your goals category because that's really what you want to focus on. And for people at school, this could be exercising. It could be yoga. It could be having an hour of downtime a day to hang out with my friends and de-stress. But as I said, often those get swept under the rug because there are a lot of other things that seem urgent, such as studying, for a test and responding to emails, etc. But then we don't do them to the best of our ability and they end up taking up our whole day and then we're just confused about where all the time went. And then the last quadrant is urgent and important. So this could be something really that you want to focus on that has a certain timeline, but that's also really important to you. And this matrix, it'll be easier once you visualize it. It's a little hard to explain But it's just a really great way of prioritizing things in your life and 
thinking about where things go into the category and which things you have to worry about and which things you don't. So for me at school, a lot of my schoolwork is really urgent and I have to get it done, but not all of it is important to me. Obviously, it's important that I do well and I get an education so I can further my career, but it's, I mean, career, I don't have a career, but um, so it can, I can learn, but you know, it's not necessarily important to me. It might be important to someone else, but it's all about how you define it. The other thing that I find it really useful for is that I have a hard time saying no to people when they ask for, they ask me for things that they want to do. If someone come up, comes up to me with an idea or wants me to be involved in something that I really believe in, then I am quick to say yes, yes, yes. And so this ends up with me having tons of things that I need to do on my plate and then I can categorize them and say which ones I need to focus on. And it also helps for you to maybe say no to some people because what's important for someone else, as I said, might not be important to you. If someone comes up and says, you know, hey, hey, I have this project, it's an idea and I really want to focus on it and I would really love your help with it. And, you know, you can take that on and make that important to you. But if you already have an important project that you're working on, then maybe that's saying, no, I'm really sorry. I don't have the time right now. I have this other thing that I'm really focusing on. Or maybe it's saying, yes, I'm happy to help, but I can't dedicate a lot of time into it. And then putting it in your not important but and not urgent quadrant where you can find time if you ever have nothing to do, but otherwise it's not something that you really worry about. It also helps for me sometimes when I get overwhelmed because often I have a running list of a whole bunch of things that I need to do, whether at school or during the summer. And I try my best not to stress out about things that aren't important. So sometimes I get a bunch of emails or I have a bunch of tasks that I feel that I should do or I'm doing a course or any of those things, and I just get overwhelmed and start to get a little anxious that I won't be able to finish all these on time. And so then I can just take a step back and say, okay, are these really important to me? No. So I'm going to get them done to the best of, not to the best of my ability. I'm just going to get them done, get them out of the way, and then get back to the things that really matter. And so it's just a really great way of being aware of the things that you're doing in your life. And I found it really helpful for me. And at the end of the day, it really helps you prioritize over what you want to be doing. If you spend, if you notice that you spend a lot of your time on these urgent and non-important tasks, then you can say, okay, maybe this is the reason why I don't have time to exercise or make food for myself. So how can I free up time by doing these not important, sorry, doing these not important but urgent tasks as fastly as, as not fastly, that's not a word, as fast as I can, and then get to the really important tasks. So I hope that this was helpful. And I hope that you can find a way to apply it to your, to your daily life. I think that once you see the picture, it'll be able to you'll be able to visualize it a lot better. I'm a visual person and it's hard to describe a picture of what I'm thinking about. And the last thing I wanted to say is I am not 
I'm not a perfect user of this framework and it's really hard to not get super rigid with it, but it doesn't have to be a completely rigid thing that you follow all the time. One thing that's hard is when you're relying on someone else or you're spending time with friends, family, you know, where does that fit into the quadrant? And for me, that's always really important in the quadrant. And sometimes you may say, oh, I'm going to hang out with this person for an hour, but it ends up being two hours. And so, you know, if you're getting frustrated because you're spending too much time here and you, and you want to be focusing on somewhere else, I would just urge you to take a step back and think about, you know, why you're spending time with these people, because hopefully it's important to you and it makes you feel good. And so not getting stressed out when you have a plan to get all these things done and it doesn't work out because at the end of the day, being around other people, to me at least, is always really important, even though there's no sense of urgency always around it. And then the, I said already the last thing I wanted to say, the, the really last thing that I wanted to say was it's often hard to stop using social media and your phone and the television because it's always there and it's always pulling at our attention and it always seems urgent. But one thing that I have found helpful is whenever I find myself reaching for my phone or going to turn on the television, I just pause for a second and ask myself, why am I doing this? And if I don't have a good answer to that question, then I can stop. Because often it's an instinct to reach for my phone when I'm bored. And if I think to myself, okay, why am I reaching for my phone? It's because I'm bored. Okay, well, then I don't really need to reach my phone. If it's why, because I need to communicate with this person, then that's totally fine. Or if I want to watch television because I want to watch something funny and it's going to cheer me up, that's totally fine too. But if your reason is just because you're bored and it's instinct, then that's another good way of being aware, as I said, of those things that really matter to you. So yeah, that's it for today. I hope that it was helpful. I hope you check out the picture and the link that I send and reach out to me if you have any questions or how it's working, implementing it into your life. Thanks again, and I will talk to you next time. This podcast is produced in collaboration with CFRC.ca in Kingston, Ontario. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Infrastructure support for the CFRC podcast project is provided by the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. For more information or to get involved in podcasting, visit podcasts.cfrc.ca.